Okie dokie. We got a lot to talk about. So let's just get into it. Welcome to what I believe is the seventh episode of the Supercar Cast. My name is Oliver. Joining me is Nick, Andre, and Drew. Everyone say hi. Hello. Hi. All right. Hey, you guys staggered it this time. I love it. We're still remote. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Um, the, what are we? I don't know. Is this month three? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen you guys in like three months now. Talk to you guys a lot, but I haven't actually seen you. Um, I, I love the fact so yeah, that we spent know. a good amount of money on recording software, or not software, but like setup, and then quarantine mm-hmm. hit, and this is our life now. Now we're all on cheap Bluetooth headsets. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it could be a lot worse. At least we can still do this. Um, for anyone who, for, for the four people who listened to last episode, <laughs> three of which might have been me testing it. Um, the other one was me. <laughs> Paul, oh, okay, there we go. Apologies that Drew was uh, out of sync. We, we hope we have resolved that this episode. Um, but <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Um, I think this episode is going to be a banger, though. We got a lot of things to go over, um, like project updates and uh, new information and parts ordered and uh, I don't cars. know. Lo- lots. Yeah, well, that's yeah. That's, that's only project you. Updates. I, I include. Them. <laughs> um, I think I think I can start because I got more M three yeah, stuff to talk about. Letter right, man. Oh my god, it's like every podcast is just an M3 update. Um, That's good though. This uh, sort of this M3 corner is sponsored by Beamer World and uh, BMW North It most certainly is not. We are not giving them a free plug. <laughs> I, I am sponsoring them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I, I've put together a lot of stuff on the car. For those who haven't listened to previous episodes but happen to be tuning in now, I did a full suspension refresh, uh, new steering rack, coilovers, wheels, tires. I don't know. I try to make the thing handle well, uh, try to make it look better, just try to make it like generally nice again. Um, because while the car is pretty clean, you know, it was just worn out. I finally got to test drive it. <laughs> I took it out to Tortilla Flat um, on a on a Tuesday morning, which was. Bizarre. Have you guys ever been to, to Tortilla Flat like on a weekday morning? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's strange, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really, really weird. It's, yeah, it's like one of those things you're like, should I be out here kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like dead, but then the people who are out there, everyone's kind of like shifty and on edge. And like, yeah, no, that's exactly, you know, you're like, mm, it's sketchy what? right now. Dude, I stopped at because, you know, Tortilla Flat is a town, for those unfamiliar. It's it's an actual town in the middle of what is the... The road is called 88, technically, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Highway 88. So it's... A, yeah. I, I've never called it by the road name. I always call it Tortilla Flat. But the, the road is Highway 88, and there's a town there. And it's, like, literally, like, a little Old West Town-themed thing. Um, I stopped there. And it's just me... It's just like one maintenance dude with his uh, his side by side working on something, and then like three Harleys, and these are all sitting on the other uh, side of the row, just like smoking and staring at me. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep driving. <laughs> I don't need any trouble. I'm not stopping. Um, yeah. The, the, so the road is all the way open, all the way till the end. Now, oh, nice. So you know where it was closed at the wash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there was a wash. 
and there was a huge fire what a couple years ago now Mm -hmm. and was closed for like a year after the wash because just everything was destroyed and things weren't safe and they were cleaning up and it's reopened so it's the first time i've been back there in a while it was kind of crazy because like after i passed tortilla flat i didn't run to another car the entire time i was out there and i was probably past the flats for like an hour oh wow that's pretty Um, cool yeah yeah, I just sort of went up and down, and I didn't see a single other car. And so, like, the thought crept in a couple times, where I was like, boy, I hope nothing breaks, because no one's going to drive by. And there's no, no, there's no self-service there. once you get past the wash. Right, so once you get past the wash, there's no cell service. And then, like, I was out there, not a single car. I, like, parked in the middle of the road and got out for a minute, and, like, no one was out there. So I was like, good thing I didn't break down. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, here's the thing. The car needs a lot of work still. <laughs> I thought I thought I had gotten over the most of it, but um, I'm still not happy with how it handles. I'm still not really happy with the setup. So, but you know, I don't know. You, you've um, come to find out though, a lot of it was the alignment, right? Yeah. So I've talked to a few friends um, who are pretty big into tracking E36s, like they do track days. And they're like, well, first of all, you need more camber, less toe up front. So you need like zero toe and like four degrees of camber. Whoever's, whoever's fidgeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. <laughs> not me. Cheers. Oh, no, it's Andre. It's, I'm, I'm, um, not, I'm not even moving. All right. Well, we got a ghost uh, party. Welcome to the podcast. Anyway, Space sorry, guys. I get distracted easily. Same. <laughs> Um, so, so they told me, well, you need more camber, less toe up front, which is, I guess the reason it feels so lazy from the factory, you know, cause it's basically aligned to factory specs mm-hmm. from the factory. They're designed to understeer quite a bit, especially the U S spec cars. And they went off U S spec alignment. Okay. So it's, it's kind of designed to be lazier and more like high speed Autobahn stability. So they said zero toe, like four degrees of camber. And I'll like burn through my tires like crazy, but it'll be way more twitchy, a lot more responsive. So I'm going to take it back to the alignment shop, even though I have a fresh alignment and have them redo everything. So that's fun. Um, Brakes are good. Porsche brakes work really well. Like, oh man, can you really slam on those (laughs) brakes and grinding halt? Um, yeah, I mean, I sort of like, I have the 996, the, the Brembo's on there. But you got 996? Like, yeah, the 996 Brembo's. Um, and when you, when you, when you slam on them, like, I mean, there's so much more bite than the stock brakes. And like, this is the first time I really pushed them, but like stock E36 M3 brakes are, are trash. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like <laughs> they don't fade. But there's no feel to them, you know what I mean? It's like a it's like a bag of mashed potatoes. You can't you can't modulate them. You can't really feel anything. So, I like it. I don't notice the bias change. So, because I'm not that talented of a driver, <laughs> so makes <laughs> makes no difference to me. Smash middle pedal, car go slow. You were worried. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair thing to be worried about because, like, what if, what if I could notice it? That means it's real bad. <laughs> wait a second that means like i installed a hydraulic e-brake into the car um the other thing i did kind of i mean the car was rubbing a lot uh, partially because of alignment partially because of ride height um 
So that's something else to figure out. If I, if I took a hairpin, like the fronts would rub. I don't know. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting into nitty-gritty details no one cares about. The long and short of it is it needs a ton of work. Um, and I'm debating what the what the next sort of like plan of attack is. I think alignment, obviously, yeah. right? But I might I might swap wheels and tires here um, for something lighter and a little, a little grippier, like a little wider tire. Yeah. Well, because I'm only running two twenty fives all the way around. And what were you running which is like, from when you got the car? Two thirty fives, right? It was two twenty five front, two forty five rear. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah, and so it's a heavier wheel. So I think I think I'd like to run two forty five square. That'd be rad. But That's I need a, nice a different setup. wheel. Yeah. Even yeah, two, I think, I even two thirty five and two forty five feels a lot better than two twenty five. Yeah, it just it feels it feels like a little. Mm, it feels a little unhinged once it starts getting fast. Like it's not enough tire for the car. Yeah. Like there are a couple times where it just it, it felt like it was kind of scrambling in the rear, especially. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't get full sideways because I was worried about ripping off my <laughs> fender, but I had a couple squirrely moments. So yeah, it was it was fun, and I didn't crash. So yeah. uh, chalk one up for me. Given all the people crashing out there lately, there's been like holy so god, so many freaking cars being totaled out there right now. Yeah, it's bad. Have you guys ever seen it? Well, yeah, actually, I say that. I, I guess we should get into it. I was going to ask you guys if you've ever seen anyone wreck out yes. there, and I know no, never, <laughs> no, never. Yeah. That must be terrifying mm. to see. Um, Definitely not friend either. I forgot. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I've never seen anyone wreck out there. I've heard about it, um, but I've never seen anyone wreck out there. I've so thank yeah, goodness. I've seen a, a boat trailer get sideways once, and that's terrifying. Oh, God. That's how do you do that? How fast are you going to drift your trailer? Uh, completely not loaded correctly. Uh, it was like a wait. So are, are we talking about a Dodge Hellcat or <laughs> a Challenger? Yeah. No, an actual, an actual yes. boat boat. Uh, it, was like, it was like one of the trailers that like you can put like two jet skis and a boat on. This thing was ridiculous. Oh. It, was, it was being towed by a truck that was definitely not big enough for this, uh, and so they kind of just hit a corner hard, hit the brakes, and. I don't know how much trailer brake they didn't have, uh, but it went all sort of. Probably none. Yeah, that was that was a terrifying moment. Uh, but yeah, so that was that, that was my probably scariest time out there. I was like fourteen, fifteen at the time too, uh, going out with my parents. Um, that reminds me of, and Andre was there for that, but I'm not sure he was fully conscious. Is when I was dragging a jeep home from California. <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't fully conscious, but I do remember you saying that we almost died like several times. <laughs> mm. I, there were a few moments I had a I had a Nissan Frontier, uh, which is not a truck that should be towing any vehicle, no. uh, garbage truck. But I had rented it, and I had a, a U-Haul trailer behind it, like the big heavy metal roll-on, you know, the ones that weigh like twenty five hundred pounds by themselves. And we put this Jeep on it, and the only way you can load uh, a vehicle onto a U-Haul trailer is it has to go all the way to the front, so like 100% tongue weight, right? Because it has the straps for the wheels at like a certain point. So this Jeep had a tiny, tiny wheelbase, right? Like maybe half the length of the trailer. So 100% of the weight was in front of the axles. And there are um, only only inertia brakes on U-Haul trailers. 
Um, so there's no trailer brake control. So that means when you slam on the brakes, it's an inertia system that, that helps slow it down. Mm. Two things happened on that trip on the way back. One, we were in traffic. I, I know Andre remembers this. I had to slam on the brakes because someone cut yep. us off. Nope. And you could you could feel the whole truck, like the whole rear end go like. Whoa. Yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> like, I think that that side. one I do remember. Uh, actually, like, oh god, we almost died. Yeah, because not five minutes earlier, I'm like, I ah, will probably be fine. <laughs> um, the other one was you were definitely more out of it. You were sick. For I, that was, day, I, I was. I was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were you were very sick, but you went with me anyways, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the the other one was we were going. You know, there's that huge long downhill section coming out of LA back to oh, Arizona. Yeah, and it's a tiny narrow road, and they're doing construction there right now. Always. <laughs> yeah, so we're so we're going down there, and like even dropping gears isn't slowing the truck down enough, and the whole trailer is shoving the truck left, right. Left, right, like oh it's, it's showing it sideways all the way down this mountain, and like Andre's like half asleep, and I'm saying I'm like, if I have to put it, do I do I put it into the center median or do I put it into the side <laughs> of the cliff? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where to go when this thing gives up because it's just I, I could just feel the whole truck swinging left and right while it's just shoving its way. That would have so, been, been a hell, hell of a way to wake up. Yeah, the fact that you had to actually <laughs> think about those options is terrifying. <laughs> right, yeah. 10 out of 10, would do again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, like towing out there, because it's, um, it's, it's an access road essentially for a lake, which people go boating. So it's really common to see people dragging trailers out there. But I can't imagine driving a trailer on that road. That seems terrible. I would hate it. I would absolutely hate it. Yeah. I, um... A few years ago, I went to Pikes Peak, and I was there on the media days, so I got to watch, like, all the uh, teams, like, go up the mountain with their trucks and trailers, because I was driving up with them. And, like, have you guys ever watched footage from Pikes Peak? I love watching footage from Pikes Peak. It's it's one of my favorite things in the world. You know that series of hairpins uh, as you start getting above Devil's... Right towards Devil's Playground, um, where it's just, like, uh, you know... Straight and then tight, you know, hairpin, straight, tight hairpin over and over mm-hmm. and over again. So these dudes with like stacker trailers and semi trucks are going up this and they get to this like it basically uh uh one eighty, mm-hmm. you know. And they have to like go all the way to the outside and then like cut into the dirt and then like through all of the oh, lanes that's and then like they get to a certain point where like they run out of lock, the really, really big mm-hmm. rigs. And they have to like kind of roll a little bit backwards to get a little bit more clearance to then pull themselves forward. I'm like, oh my god, that takes some testicular it's... fortitude, if I ever say so. I, it's, it's borderline not worth it because they can, you know, on race day, everyone pits at yeah. the bottom. So like, you only have to do that for your practice session. Um, I would, I would at that point like get a support van and then just drive the race car up, which some teams did. Like the dudes pulling the huge trailers, I'm like, you're better off just leaving all of that at the bottom of the mountain, putting your spare parts and tools into like a support van and taking that up. Yeah, no, true. Aaron Kaufman broke down in front of me. Oh, you know, from uh, Gas Monkey Garage. Yeah, he had that Falcon out there that year, and I was like behind it for a little bit. I'm like, ah, this is cool. And then suddenly, like, he pulls off to the side of the road and he gets out and 
like, oh god, I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> Not like I can give him any help. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be like, "Can I let a hand?" He's like, "I know more than you." Get out. Right. Um, what were we, we were talking? Oh, the M3. Yeah. So tortilla flat shakedown run, not good. <laughs> it's a hot mess. That car is a hot, hot mess. So that's the main update. I've also, I think since we last talked, did I do the M15 manifold uh, last no, time? No, you hadn't done it yet. Okay, so I swapped on an M50 manifold. I said I wasn't going to do it, you but um, <laughs> we, we talked about all the crankcase yeah. pressure problems. Like, So 100% my uh, oil separator had failed, which was the cause of all my oil leaks. Hey, that's a um, win. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's fixed. It still dribbles oil because it probably like damaged a seal, but like it's not blowing oil anymore. So that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, like, I mean, that's all sorted. I now have an M50 manifold. Today in the mail, my tune came in, um, or the stuff to do my tune, and I went to jump the pins for my harness. They give you like uh, a um, uh, connector mm-hmm. to like to splice the wires. And the connector that RK Tunes gave me was like dollar store garbage. It like disintegrated. And I went to our friend's house. I asked him to just leave him some outside. Uh, and I went to his house and I get him. And then I get back and I realize the ones that he gave me, like the, the wire gauge for the, the crimp is too small. So it would cut my wiring harness in half rather than crimping it. So I, I thank God I didn't. Oh put them man. On. Yeah. That like, would have been. Otherwise I would have spliced. Yeah. Um, so I ordered some on Amazon today, so they should be here tomorrow. So then I can download the tune on my car, email it to them, and they'll to- send me a new tune. So I don't know. It's a lot of crap. That's exciting, though, man. That's <laughs> huge, huge progress. I've never gotten this far into a build. <laughs> Normally, I decide the car is not worth owning before this point. So like, once we start tuning, I'm like, this is uncharted territory for me. Dude, that's but, super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I can't complain. So I don't know. I'm excited to get it better sorted. I really wanted to drive well, but just right now it's such a hot mess after, you know, changing literally every single part mm-hmm. of the car. You know, I can feel like moments of goodness there, but it's just not not ready yet. So that's kind of my big update. I don't know. I don't think I have anything else. TSX is still TSXing. <laughs> it chugs Plug along. It's a, when I do drive it, it's a fantastic daily. I think I might need a new blower motor soon, but. You know, that's future Oliver's problem. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know I know, we have one huge update, but I kind of want to save the best for last, so maybe we should circle. Andre, did you uh, did you make any headway on getting nope. your block reassembled? I'm did so you contact frustrated. that shop, at least? We had talked about a shop. <laughs> so, did you... How about that shop? I found you a machine uh, shop. Camp right? machine, those blocks. Uh, they got a... Special silicon liner in the bores that can't be so. No. What about so they what, can't they can't do what about it putting there? sleeves in it? Yeah, why don't I just take out a second mortgage and build myself a <laughs> fucking million dollar race car at that point? Sure. <laughs> so before we before I we threw it in the trash. <laughs> But like, sorry. In the trash. Wasn't the plan to just have them like clean it and assemble it into a trash can. 
I threw the I threw the car away. Okay, fair. So now pull it out of the trash. Weren't they just going to clean it and then reassemble it? Yeah. Couldn't they just hot tank it and put it all back together? Like you don't need to necessarily. No, buy it, right? but the guy said, uh, "I don't know. It takes me as long as it takes me, and it's a hundred dollars an hour, so somewhere between six and nine hours." Uh, so I said, "Fuck that." Oof. To clean it? No, to reassemble. You can just the short block. Yeah. Oh. I mean, but sure. you could do that yourself, right? Okay. So, I don't know. You just have to figure out a way to hot tank oh. the block. <laughs> you have a bathtub, right? I was going to say, a uh, dishwasher? Oh, God. Please don't yes. do that. <laughs> uh, yes. A Craigslist to your dishwasher will hook up a hose to the outside. <laughs> um. All right. Well, here's hoping. I want, I want an update next podcast when we record. Uh, I can give you that update now. <laughs> Nothing changed. Well. He's like bulk pickup. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, between now and next month, bulk pickup may come by. <laughs> All right, um, Nick. I don't suppose you have any updates before we get to the big ones. Uh, no, I have absolutely nothing. I made a plan. I actually sat down and made a plan for the Forerunner because I have time. Oh. Uh, What's that? That's kind of an update. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I'm about another 30, 40K in another build. Uh, what? what did you what? do to the vault? Yeah, Jesus. well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla swap, baby. Uh, <laughs> that would actually be interesting, but no. Uh, I, I, it shows up and it's chopping. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it just LS swap the vault and be like, there was, this was like, could have been done with a lot less. Did steps. you buy something else? <laughs> could have bought it. <laughs> No, uh, I'm not going to buy anything else. I just decided, like, I've been sent a, a few videos recently of Toyotas doing fantastic things uh, from, from Oliver, as well as been watching way too much Baja 1000 on uh, Red Bull TV. And I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and plan out what would it take to build out basically long uh, travel to UZ, supercharged, uh, mm-hmm. cage, frame off, uh, powder coating the frame. Like, just literally doing the level build I did on the Miata on a 4Runner. And I went, huh. Well, there's 40K again. Uh, but you could you could reasonably cut some corners if you're actually going to beat on that car. Like, powder coating the frame is probably too much. Because, like, if you actually take it out, it's going to get beat to crap, right? Yeah. Well, and that's kind of where it was at. It was, like, one of the things go to build out entirely. Pretty ridiculous. But mm-hmm. you could start going some things. Uh, I think step one, just finish building the wheels. Uh, so there, I guess, sure. there is some progress there. I started prepping and polishing the lips myself. Uh, because... I have time and I know how to polish from before. So I uh, started polishing the lips out. So they're coming out. Uh, so hopefully by next time we, we talk, the lips will be done. The wheel faces, I have kind of decided on what color I'm going to go with on those. So it's just getting mm-hmm. them with to Jay and I'm dropping off random things to Jay at the same time. So I'll be oh, dropping yeah. off wheel faces and then I'm just going to have them powder coat some weight plates. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm there. Uh, so 
Uh, we're going to get that taken care of. But I'm thinking root beer brown is actually going to be like the, the wheel centers. Hmm. So root beer brown, it's like, so for those who haven't seen his forerunner, because I don't think you've posted any photos on your Instagram of it yeah. ever. Uh, yeah, I don't um, think so. It's like, it's wrapped sparkly white. Glittery white. <laughs> I, Gold yeah, glittery I guess white. Um, I don't know. I think that could work. Is is there any flake in the uh, root beer brown? Yeah, so there's a little bit of flake. So that with the polish, because when I think of like longer term build, like brown interior instead of like the weird play school blue gray kind of thing going on from mm-hmm. Toyota. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> going on. So like that's kind of where the color scheme. Like I thought of like if I go to repaint the vehicle down the road, I'm gonna repaint it just white. So like white, brown, like kind of go to that 70s, like off like kind of vibe is what I'm kind of going off of, like how brown hounds tooth kind of thing. So I finally made a plan, uh, started pricing it out. Good Lord, long travel suspension gets real pricey real quick. Mm. Uh, how pricey yeah. is pricey? The, it's ex- the front like axle. 10 grand up. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's so that's where like I have earned a lot, like not earned, like learned, gave a lot more respect to all these like crazy off-road builds because like you can slam a car for six hundred dollars on some cheap ass coilovers, like free with an angle grinder, (laughs) for free with an angle grinder, and then you see these things and it's like you see these light bars and you're like, like the KC light bars, like the little individual round ones. I'm like, oh man, that looks cool, and then you're like that's like a $2,000 light bar. Mm-hmm. And you're like, good Lord. So yeah, I, I made a list. I'm going to just start with finishing the wheels. Hopefully by the next time we talk, uh, I haven't really touched the Miata at all. I mean, I drove it finally. Uh, my tags, my tags came in. So like finally drove it again. Uh, but as Oliver heard, I did a drive by Reiser drive by to his house. Uh, sure. <laughs> he did he's like hey hey i'm gonna drive by your house i'm like down the road or like by my house and like as i popped my head out the door a little white miata flew by i was like ah there you go it's me but yeah no so that's that's all the updates i've got nothing else too crazy but i think like a root beer brown to go with a little bit more ridiculous sparkle forerunner with some polish ass wheels let's see let's let's go ridiculous all right i like it i think uh Sounds like a good plan to me. All right, Drew. Uh, you've 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 waited long enough. Uh, before before we hop into it, we don't have any sad stories to preface the fun one. No, right? no. <laughs> I, I don't call them sad. I okay. call them inspiring. But you know, it's just a I'll, I'll look on my. I feel like but, uh, every other every other podcast, you've been like, "Oh, I got this this great story." But first, let me tell you one that's really. Hey, man! Sad. You know what? Being <laughs> okay. This is a relationship. Whoever's listening right now, we're in a relationship right now, and you gotta take the good and the bad together. <laughs> um, I'm gonna shut up now. Um, no, you need uh, to talk. I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm leaving the recording. Have fun. No. Um, oh god. No. So uh, I don't know. I bought a car. I like it. I sold a car. I like that too. But I sold it. Um, oh, oh, bullshit, man! Don't just go. I bought a car. <laughs> I like it. You sold. <laughs> let's let's start with what you sold. You you've had this car longer than any other yeah. car because most cars you own for about 30, 34 uh, seconds. Uh, you've had 
you you sold your S two thousand, right? So that's seven years. Uh, bought that in twenty thirteen, which is just so crazy. Actually, made money. I bought for fifteen five, and I doubled the mileage on it, and I sold it for seventeen five. So I was Damn. pretty pretty stoked about that. And he only put forty to fifty thousand into it in yeah, between. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> exactly. That's a good time. That's a party. Um, you made money. Yeah. Uh, so I sold that, and the guy that was. That was a terrible experience. I'll be whatever sounds because like I wanted to go. The guy loves a car, but um, the guy flew in from Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. I get Minnesota and Michigan confused. Um, And he flew in, and before that, he had a buddy check it out. His buddy took some pictures. He's like, "Dude, he's gonna love this thing." And so he came in, he's like, oh, so like, what about this crash? I'm like, I told your buddy about that. He took a picture of it. He's like, what about this? I'm like, I told your buddy. He took a picture of it. I'm like, did he not send you? He's like, yeah, he didn't send me any pictures. I'm like, come on, man. So he's just like, yeah, it drives really well. Yeah, that's on so, but he ended up he, he ended up really liking the car. It was just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really like that situation of uh, someone flying in and then like, you know, what if they don't like it? You know, I, I had sent in a ton of different pictures and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, you know, so it made it back. It was happy. What? Did he have a gun? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Did he, I don't get the reference. Did he test drive it a block story. and a half before deciding it's good what? enough to drive back 1,700 miles? <laughs> Did he strip naked in a driveway? No, 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 no. These are all things that have happened to us to, yeah, to people who've flown. How, how does that? How does that make sense? Because I've by far sold a lot more cars, and yeah, yeah. I sell some more interesting people. Uh, yeah, I sold a Corvette last week. Uh, that was interesting. But uh, oh yeah, how 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 long was dude, it? This guy. So he showed up with. Uh, no money. He's like, yeah, I want it. And nice. I'm like, he's like, I'll write you a check. You know, he's negotiating with my buddy Eric, and Eric's getting really heated. Like, no, I'm not going to take a check. He's like, well, I want it. You know, I'm, I'll go get a trailer right now. He's like, no. It, it was just this whole fiasco. Um, that was mm-hmm. that was interesting, but I digress. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So sold us two thousand. Uh. Yeah, and then I bought some Volk wheels. So that, that's pretty much in the story. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to miss the S2000? Uh, like, or did you have your fun with it? I had my fun with it. I think, you know, um, what it came down to is I didn't drive it enough to really feel like. You were missing Yeah. That. You know, I miss kind of looking at it. And, you know, if I become a millionaire, when I become a millionaire in my life, um, maybe I'll buy it back, you know. But right now, yeah, bigger fish fry. So, sure. So, uh, you've replaced it. And what's funny about this is I have tried to discuss this car many times on the podcast because you've technically had it in your possession. It just wasn't yours. It's now officially yeah. yours. Which feels really um, good. But the battery, battery. You refuse to talk about it. <laughs> well, you know that that's your yep. problem now. <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to talk about it until now, but like actually interesting enough if like anyone has followed your social media this car has kind of been hanging out yeah. in the background like you post stories about it and um 
why don't you tell everyone what it is first? Just year, make, model, <laughs> basics. Uh, it is a 1988 Porsche 930 Turbo, and it has a five-speed G50 transmission in it, complete um, elephant racing suspension on there. Uh, same with their bushings and tie rods, um, which if you don't follow Porsche stuff, you really don't care. Um, and then it has a motor that was completely rebuilt. Who is who is typing or doing something? Yeah, I don't know. I hear it too, but someone's clicking around. <laughs> <laughs> it has a motor fully built by TurboCraft. Um, on its higher boost setting, it can make around 650. Um, right now, it is detuned to around 450 because I just have it on the low boost setting and that's plenty terrifying enough. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting (laughs) enough the way that, uh, I found this out today, actually the way that turbo craft, uh, marketed the car, like when they built it, because they were really proud of it. They're like this car from second gear on will completely destroy Ferrari four, five, eight, like not from a dig, but like if you're on the freeway and they go and you go, you're going to destroy it. So that's, I'm so, that's a weird, yeah, benchmark. Know, right? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's cool, but that's a really weird benchmark. Yeah. In second gear, no, 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 specific Se- car second gear on, roll. basically. Because, like, it, it's uh, not going to be, yeah. any, it's not going to be anything with launch control with a dig from a dig, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. You could put launch control on that. It's on a standalone, right? It's on a, yeah, I don't think I want to do that to that car. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying it wouldn't be hard because that's just a software setting at that point. It holds the right yeah. level to launch it at. But yeah, because yeah. um, you guys know Econo Racing out in um, it's out in the Middle East. I forget which country it's in specifically, but have you seen their mm-hmm. their cars? They have like the world record for a very like they have like a, a five second Supra oh. and they have like they do all. I think that's racing. in Dubai, dude. And they have that. Pretty sure that's in Dubai. Is it Dubai? It's in it's somewhere yeah. in the Middle East. I don't remember where specifically. They um they have like a GT2 RS that they set up. Maybe it's just a turbo. Anyway, it's a it's a newer Porsche. Mm-hmm just for drag racing and they said the rear engine helps quite a bit because the weight yeah. transfer all that weight just plows it into the ground and it takes off so i don't know i feel like if you set up a launch control you could probably beat some people like big. Could, good lord mm-hmm. that's that car's scary enough man <laughs> yeah. assuming you don't shatter your transmission yeah, in the yeah. process that transmission's like twelve thousand dollars by itself yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <Is it built? laughs> uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, I was gonna say, if not, time to start yeah. saving. Yeah, no, I'm. Because the G50s are good, but real good, but yeah. Um. So I guess a lot yeah. of questions. I mean, so why why this car? Why why do you specifically choose a a nine eleven? Uh, 930 turbo you know like what's the story this is the only car that's ever scared the shit out of me like really scared thoroughly like terrifies me and keeps me on my toes that's that's cool and that's yeah it's pretty gnarly it's insane yeah Yeah, it's it's fun (laughs) um 
Yeah, I, I mean, I love the styling of Porsche, and I also like kind of, you know, there's there's a couple builds like getting air cooled up to eight, nine hundred to a thousand horsepower, but you're looking you're looking at so much money. You're looking at like a hundred thousand dollars just in the motor, which um, mm-hmm. you know, like to me, this is kind of. I know it's not like a nine six five or uh, whatever the denomination was for the nine nine three turbo, but um, which would be the last turbo for air cooled. But I kind of feel like this car is pretty close to like, you know, representing like what the best of that car could do. And there's just something about like the smell of it, the texture of it, the way the door shut, the way that car hunkers down and just plants you and you, you go like the confidence, but also like being terrified. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird dynamic in there, but, um, but I just, Hey, I love, I love old Porsches. I like older cars anyways. Um, though I rode in a crazy car today, drove a crazy car today. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but I don't know. I just kind of checked all my boxes and um, I really enjoy it. And I, I don't even have to be driving it fast to really enjoy it. But then also I really enjoy it when I drive it fast. <laughs> so sure. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that makes yeah. sense. Um, so, I mean, what have you done anything so far? Are you going to do anything? I, I mean, I imagine at this point you're going to keep it pretty much as it mm. is because touching on anything of those cars is kind of yeah ruinous. no uh i'm gonna look at i'm gonna go through i'm gonna look at all the bushings just make sure everything's um kind of squared away uh i want to polish the intercooler which sounds stupid but i do um no it's not yeah That's awesome. uh, and then huh. did you oh what? we talk about it now did you ever put the correct uh, belt on the car no that's the same belt <laughs> Oh my God! You need to put the correct belt on the car. This car broke down months ago. Technically, that's the correct belt. belt was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, it was the washers. You yeah, the, I kind of forgot about that. I need to take care of that. Um, <laughs> you should take it. You're welcome. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I clean everything, I'm sure I'll come across that. I'm also going to get different seats because these seats sit a little bit too high. And so I have to slouch and, you know, just driving a scout mm-hmm. back to back starts to hurt. And that's not fun. Um, and uh, a couple of cosmetic things I'm going to do on the interior and exterior, changing steering wheels, you know, headlights surrounds, just weird little things. And then um, I really want, I, I just got a ton of Adam stuff and I'm going to detail the heck out of it. I'm super excited about that. And uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I have like kind of laundry list of things I want to do. Um, some of them good, True. some of them bad, some halfway thought, thought through, and we're just gonna see kind of where it goes. So that's a that's a long term project. It's like one of those things where I, uh, you know every month or two you might buy something for two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred bucks, and like you're just super excited about it. Like, oh man, this completely changes the whole feel or look of the car. And it's one thing, and you know, what do you mean every other month? It's not a it's not a uh, weekly thing for you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Not all of us are driving uh, BMWs. 
Oh God, please. I'm hoping the bleeding <laughs> stops soon. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a while if you keep going deep mm-hmm. in. That's the one thing I've realized since the Miata has been in quotes done. I am saving so much money a month. Not like mm-hmm. I did not realize how many thousands of dollars a month I was spending in yeah. parts. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I'm definitely, I've racked up quite a bill here, but, um, we'll get back into that in a little bit later. Cause I, I had some thoughts on the plans for that car, but, uh, Drew, one more thing I think you really need to share. Oh the, yeah. The key. Yeah. What, what's yeah, the story so, um, key? all right. So the real story, like the whole car, uh, basically I went into negotiations with it back at the very end of 2018. And, um, I worked my butt off and I got a lot. I, I had all the money for it. Um, by June, June of, uh, 2019. And then, uh, I just decided, you know what, it's not the right time. And I paid off all my debt, paid off all my student loans, all this crap. And I was super, I was really depressed about it. Like just totally, didn't want to be in the car scene. I didn't want to do anything because like I'm the type of person I have to hit my goals. Like, um, and if I don't hit my goals, it can really kind of jack with my state of mind. And, um, to me, I, I really felt like a failure because of that. And, um, things just didn't, weren't lining up. And then the seller of the car was like, Oh, you know, I, I decided I want to keep it anyways. Cause that was kind of like, what was going on at the time too is they were like, are you sure? Like, I really want to keep this thing. And, you know, I know we made an agreement. And then, so it just kind of all went haywire. And, um, you know, I always had a nagging feeling in the back of my head that, you know, that this thing might come for sale again. And if I had the opportunity to buy it again, I should. And so my wife uh, for Christmas got me a kilo key. And it's basically like a nine, 35 like race key style so um uh-oh i think we lost them lost everybody or yeah. or <laughs> just no i'm still here yeah I, I'm, I'm just listening i don't know what a hey 35 is uh yeah key it's basically like side. yeah you guys are we're here i think i got disconnected no, for a second here. um but yeah, okay. Basically, ahead, sorry. <laughs> hopefully the recording continues. Nine thirty-five key is basically like a a race car, race Porsche style key, or it might even be like nine seventeen. I don't know. Okay. Whatever, that doesn't matter. Uh, basically, it has like it was a milled key, and it has like holes drilled through it, so it's lighter, and it's just really cool looking key. It feels really awesome, and in there she wrote a note saying. Nice. You know, if you get get an opportunity to buy your dream car again, like do everything in your power to do it. And so in February, mm-hmm. late, late January, early February, uh, the buyer or the seller was just basically like, Hey, uh, giving you a heads up. I'm kind of thinking about doing this. If you want, you know, I, I think I'm going to be selling it in the next couple months. Um, and then we worked out a deal and, uh, yeah, so I officially bought it two days ago, and um, I got the Congrats, huh? cut yesterday, and that was super cool. And um, yeah, and I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Like 
it's been in my house for probably two or three months now. And, uh, you know, like I, I've been driving it to keep it like, you know, kind of, you just, you have to drive cars. Otherwise they go bad. Um, and I've been like very timid and like, just knowing like this might be like, this might, yeah, exactly. Like and and, and then something might happen. And it might not be, you know, if I lose my job or, Something happens with my family yeah, or anything pandemic. like that. Like there's, there's, yeah, exactly. Global pandemic. Because when that happened, I was like, ah, <laughs> shoot. But yeah, uh, just kept my nose to the grindstone and you know figured it out. And it feels good. It, it totally feels. It feels very different compared to when I was driving it, knowing that it was somebody else's car, as opposed to knowing like. I can actually say, like, yeah, this is my night. You know, somebody goes like, "Oh, cool, man, that's the car." I'm like, thanks, yeah, that's mine. Like, you know, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and just knowing, like, they can't go away unless I choose for it to go to what go away is a pretty fantastic feeling. So, um, like he's six grand right awesome. now. Congrats. <laughs> Done. Done. I do. I do have a random question about that, though. Again, diving back to the key, where did you have the key cut? The background behind that is I see a lot of cool keys that come up for vehicles, but where did you have it cut that you trusted enough to oh, cut a key that, that is like that special? Uh, you know? <laughs> no, I went to a locksmith on um, Gilbert and Warner, right, right in front of Lifetime. And um, huh? they had really good reviews. Okay. I actually left them a review on Google because they were outstanding before the old, old key would only work one way. Otherwise, if you inserted it upside down, it would snap. It was, it was snapped off in there for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, you know, I have a couple tricks and you know, they were a husband, wife, family duo and they helped me out. They're like, here's some oil. So like they were like um, putting oil in the, lock barrels and stuff and like dude you guys went so far above and beyond it, it was really cool so um yeah not that's home super awesome. <laughs> oh well well that's kind of where i was at like i've seen a lot of special keys yeah. that come out for different things like i saw another porsche key that looks like oh, the right. battery cut off uh thing yeah that and so i'm like i've seen those cool keys but i'm like where do people get their keys cut because it's like you don't want to just take that nice of key and be like Chuck it to Steve <laughs> behind the Ace counter, who's like he he's got a few home keys that work. I, I think I would trust uh, Ace over Home Depot, but that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, no free ads. Uh, cool, man. All right. Thank you. Well, so we can awesome. finally talk about this car, which I am so stoked on. Um, now the podcast can really begin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and congratulations are obviously in order because I know that's uh, it's been a long time coming, but uh, you did it. So Thank you. You got the. By the way, I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly superstitious. Um, so that's why the key was never cut. That's why I never talked about it like it was mine on the podcast. That's why I never re- referenced it on social media. Like I'm super. Uh, for those who are listening, if anybody's listening, um, I also play hockey on a goalie. And if you know anything about hockey goalies, like we're just weird. And so like, I have like certain things like I have to do. I don't know. I'm just incredibly superstitious. So like if I, I, I didn't want to jinx it basically. I've always, I always thought you were a little stitious, not superstitious. But... I get you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Office, uh-huh. office jokes. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> I was going to say office uh-huh. reference. Exactly. Right. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the future. But uh, I think that kind of rounds up the updates. New car. Um, man, we went a whole podcast with no new cars in and out. So we're back to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I, I mean. Wait, hold on. Should I talk about the test drive today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You want to test drive? What did you test drive? Yeah. I drove a Porsche Taycan, Taycan, excuse me. Uh, Is it Taycan? Turbo. Uh, I asked the deal, at the dealership, they're like, it's Taycan. Roller coaster oh Taycan. So, so <laughs> I'll stop. I'll see myself <laughs> out again. Uh, so, my brother in law was buying a C4 S, and that I guess that's like. It's bad. just a normal 911. Uh, four-wheel drive 911. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But apparently the new like mid-range, mid-tier 911 is faster in a straight line than like a 2018 GT3 RS, which is crazy. Um, they've come along that like that far in two years. But once again, I digress. Blah, blah, blah. While we were there, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that the new Taycan? And I can't talk to um, And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, can we drive it? And my brother-in-law's like, can we? <laughs> the guy's like, yes, you can. <laughs> and so we go, we go, like, my brother-in-law is driving it first, and he jams on it. We got very quickly on the freeway. And we do this loop, and then we pull off on this side street. I'm sitting in the backseat, and um, the guy's like, so you got, like, we're going to do launch control. I'm like, cool all right so i'm like just sitting there like normal like i've been in like fast cars and stuff and uh uh, this was crazy my head snapped back and hit the back of the window (laughs) (laughs) i literally just yelled like i yelled oh my god because it was like it was like nothing i've ever felt like i've been i've I've even been in like teslas i I haven't been in ludicrous mode Mm. but this was insane like it was it, it, oh, it, like unbelievable, and um, yeah, it's the future of cars for sure. Once they figure out all the charging stations, oh yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. Like it's hard to argue the way with electric, just in general. Like yeah. the the performance is so there, and like I mean, as much as you know, we can moan about not having the the noise or the excitement. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing faster. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So, uh, was that was that a turbo or was that? It was turbo. So six hundred, six hundred seventy horsepower, mm-hmm. and I guess the Turbo S has seven hundred and fifty. So, uh, yeah, oh, that's that's what's crazy. There's more. I wasn't even. <laughs> I was exactly. <laughs> but wait. Because, like, I, I, so I got out, like, my brother-in-law was super cool because I, I wasn't even going to ask you, like, hey, can he drive it too? Like, you know, we're, and the guy's like, yeah, sure. Of course. I don't <laughs> okay. care. You're here to buy a car today. Never, never, never grabbed my license, didn't do anything. <laughs> I could have been some dude off the street. And uh, I basically was a dude off the street and. He's like, yeah, sure, go right ahead. So I hop in there and do it, and I swear to God, like, I was when I got back to the Porsche dealership, I was shaking and I had like goosebumps on my arms, mm-hmm. 
And like, I just looked at my brother-in-law. I'm like, I've never felt anything like that. And he's like, that was ridiculous. He's like, that was the craziest thing ever. So here's, here's the question. So, and this is something now I've finally gotten to speak to someone who's driven it. Cause I haven't, I haven't even seen one in person, but um, is it based on now as a Porsche owner and having driven one is, is it a Porsche in the sense that does it have the spirit of Porsche in it, or does it feel like just a rocket ship appliance? Oh, uh, no, it absolutely does. Like they do a really good job of kind of ca- carrying um, their heritage through their brand. And the one thing I will say, um, you know, I guess I guess I've only driven the Tesla Model X, uh, but that was incredibly numb, and the steering was just so bad on it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just zero feel. Like, you're, there's more feel on my, like, fake little Fantech steering wheel than there was on the Tesla. Yeah. Well, and when you got behind the Porsche, you felt like you were actually driving a Porsche. Like, the turn-in felt right. Every Everything felt correctly. It's just kind of ugly. You, do, you don't like how it looks? No. Oh, I think not I, at all. I kind of like, I, I like it. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. It's, I have weird taste in cars. Um, yeah, what is the sticker? Kind of funky. What is the sticker on it? Uh, the one, the one we drove today was one fifty-five. That's not bad. Which was a lot less than mm. what I thought, especially considering, you know, uh, that was it uh, the P one hundred or P ninety five, whatever, whatever it is. I think that's one ten or one twenty by itself. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's cheaper, but. The difference between a Tesla and production quality and Porsche, there's no comparison. Oh yeah, um, like fit and finish, there is absolutely hands down zero comparison. You said your brother-in-law was there to buy a C4S, right? Yep. So those are about, if if I'm remembering correctly, those sticker for about the same, like 150, 160. Did he like hesitate yep. and like almost not buy the, the C4S? And he like, asked me. Yeah. He's like, "Should I buy this?" I'm like. I don't know. It's kind of first year. Yeah. And this is the first time he's ever bought a brand new car. He's really? like the whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a big thing for him. And so I actually, I took off the first half of work to go meet him there because, you know, my sister was out of town. It would just been him. And I'm like, I'm like, do you mind if I come? Like, this is, <laughs> this is a big deal. He's like, dude, I'd be so like, he wanted to share the experience. With sure. Him. Yeah. It's fun. Um, dude, it is super cool. And, like we drove the 4S, and that's not a slouch by any means. That's an unbelievable. The fact that that's a mid-level car like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. It's that was faster than the 458, more responsive than the 458, because you know it's all-wheel drive instead of rear-wheel drive, and then it's more reliable. Like it, you know, grand four five eight. What is that? Ten years old now, eight years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, the fact that you can come that far from, you know, not necessarily a hyper car like the Ferrari FX, whatever, to you know, did not necessarily be at that level, but definitely be a supercar. And then now you can buy nine mid level nine eleven, and that's better than that five six seven years after that it's pretty incredible yeah yeah i mean hey so, cars are always getting better more complicated but they're yeah. always getting better that's i mean that's the only way it can go 
Um, yeah. Right, well, a big part of his reasoning too. So my brother-in-law was trading in a four five eight, and you know Oliver brought this up in group chat, and he's like, you know, isn't that kind of a downgrade? I'm like, technically on paper, this beats it in every pretty much everything, but more importantly, you know, it was a used four five eight in the back of my brother-in-law's head. It was, uh, you know, at any time something could pop and it'd be. 30 grand where this he gets four years 50,000 miles to just enjoy the car worry free yeah yeah I mean I totally get all that my my comment I guess was just more like um you could get like a similar I guess if you traded in on oh god it's not the 488 now what is the what is the mid-level Ferrari does anyone know the name of it do, do, do they have um, I'm the I, I didn't crowd. know they had a mid-level. I thought they were just... <laughs> no, the 48 got replaced, and I forgot the name of the new the one. F8? Um, the 48 is no longer... F8, yeah, the F8. Um, F8. I think Tributo. Anyway. Yep. Their naming conventions never make any sense. Anyway, why didn't... Did he consider something like that? Oh. Because those have, a, those have a warranty. Um... To be honest, I don't think he did. I, I You know... There's, as I said, there's just something about, there's something about Porsche, dude. Like, even, they're just so well built. Like, you know, he could drive that to California and it feels like a normal car. But then if you want to go crazy, you can go crazy in it. Where, um, you know, I think he was getting a little bit sick of the flash, dude, just because, He's like, I drive four miles. I have four people trying, like a person per mile trying to race me pretty much anywhere I go. You get gas, you always have some weird person coming up to you. Like, you know, it's, there. there's no incognito in that car. Sure. But that's not why you buy one. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say, you never, you, you don't buy a yeah, four five eight. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know if I had the money, if I'd ever want to buy one. Like, um, it might be fun for like a month, but I, I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, I still. Those aren't. All I want to do is drive a four five eight. <laughs> I just, I love, I love how they look, and how they sound because I, I don't know. I think Andre, I think this is where we agree on Ferraris. Is when they went to the four eighty eight, Ferrari like made it ugly. Took the horse behind the stable and and shot it in the face and gave it an ugly face well, yeah. and a horrible exhaust note. <laughs> yeah, because what's his face? wasn't designing them anymore. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I just think the 48 sounds worse and the, the turbos kind of ruined some of that, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, that purity of Ferrari. <laughs> anyway, that's uh that's <laughs> a side tangent, but that sounds like fun. I really, I would very much like to ride and take in Tycon, 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 Dixon. Unbelievable. <laughs> If if you get the opportunity, I don't know. I don't Almost. know what would happen if we just like show up one day and we're like, "Hey, can we test drive this?" Show up in your nine thirty. Hell yeah! Yeah, of course they will. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But uh, yeah, if we want to try and do that a day, then let's try and do it. I'm a day. sorry. Do you remember the time where we borrowed your brother in law's RWB and we showed <laughs> up to the Porsche dealership and were treated like royalty? Yes, that oh. was awesome. Of course, <laughs> of course, we could test drive attacking if we just uh, show up in your nine thirty. They'll take one look at that and assume you know 
This this is some rich collector. Hop it's gotta on be it. good for something. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. We should definitely try it. For it's all sure. about appearances. Meanwhile, I was denied a test drive of a Civic Si, so you know. There's no. a uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think it takes more uh, more guts to to go and just be like, I'm gonna test. I don't, I don't know why I'm going with this, other than. You know, I'm a Honda kid too, and so I can see why they'd probably be like, "No, um, you're, just, you're not going to drive this and trash this car and get my kid." I uh, I don't know if I told you this story. Or if I've probably told you the story, but maybe I haven't told it on the podcast. I only bring that up specifically because um, when I was shopping for a new car like three years ago, I ended up buying the Fiesta ST, which is identically priced to the Civic Si, and that's like. When I was shopping, the 10th gen had just come out, like literally three weeks before. Um, and I was actually looking at 9th gens because I was looking used at the time. And um, I went, there was a, uh, where I worked, there's a Honda dealer and I'd have to drive like by the Honda dealership lot every single day. So I would see all their inventory and I saw they started getting 10th gens in. I'm like, well, you know, I'm looking at like Focus ST, the Fiesta ST, GTIs. Like the Civic Si literally fits in that bracket, right? So I went in and I test drove a ninth gen that they had on a lot. And I'm like, well, could I try the 10th gen just to see how it is? And the sales guy's like, nah, sorry, we can't do that unless you're ready to buy. I'm like, well, I'm ready to buy. Like, I'm a serious buyer. I'm, I'm here to get a car. I actually want this. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what, you buy the car, we'll let you drive it. I'm like, well, I would hope so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I would literally been like, I need to talk to your manager, dude. You're getting fired right now. I, you know, the, the manager. I, I might have gone full care. I might have gone full care. Yeah, because we started talking about the ninth gen after that, uh, just talking some numbers, and I mentioned it to him too, and he's like, "Yeah, we're really not letting anyone." In this, mind you, not Type R, SI. Yeah. You know, SIs are dime a dozen. You know, they're not worth anything. So, I don't know. That was a little bit disappointing. And meanwhile, like, I ended up with an Fiesta ST, which I paid the exact same money, you know, that an SI is going for. So, uh, joke's on them. They probably could have gotten a sale had they let me test drive it. But um, That is really weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I drove that Veloster in. Andre and I went to go drive the Veloster in, and they had no problem throwing me the keys. They didn't even come with me. Do, uh, do Did you want to take that home for a week, sir? Dude, if, I really? asked, if I asked, they probably would have let me. That guy was pretty nice about the whole thing. And I got a $50 gift card out of the whole thing, which I wasn't planning on. That was kind of cool. Ew. Yeah. Oh, you know fun. how they have those promotions to get like people in the door to test drive stuff? Mm-hmm. Andre and I happened to go to the Hyundai dealership as they were doing one of those promotions. So like, I drove the Lost Strand and I got 50 bucks. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> that'd be that'd be fun to roll up like to one of the, those events in the nine thirty. Be like, oh, sorry, it just doesn't doesn't do it. Like go to the Hyundai dealership, <laughs> drive like a like Elantra, sorry, it's like a base model accent yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like no, no, you know what? I think I'll stick with this. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that kind of covers all our bases. <laughs> be so douchey. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Good. I I don't really I guess have a, a lot else to to go over. Um, I had in the back of my mind to talk some more 
potential m3 things is you know nick had um mentioned that like as you start getting into these project cars and i was thinking about this lately is like you start spending and spending and spending and i'm, I'm like i'm half ready to put a cap on the m3 and just say good enough and enjoy it for a long while um because it's kind of where expensive. i'm at with the 912 right now yeah the 912 we're like we're good enough right now we're gonna do some body work you know and then we'll 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 knock off some of the low-hanging fruit and then kind of readdress. Low-hanging fruit meaning the, the paint on the rockers? Uh, <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Um, no, so I'm like slowly sanding through a lot of the Bondo and sanding just enough to get to the original green. And I'm almost done, almost done with the roof. And then I want to cut and polish that and see what it looks like as kind of like a patina mobile. And I have to do that to the whole car. But I've just been I'm just, so busy. I'm, I'm picturing you sanding through the Bondo and taking a step back and saying, and done. And there's just four fukes. <laughs> Not even tires, just four fukes on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Voila! Voila! <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's rough, right? Like, I mean, Nick certainly is no stranger to getting deep into a project. Andre, you, you <laughs> know how that is right now. He's no stranger um, either. He, he's way in deep yeah, with it. Like I mean, I was. after a certain point, like, you get over a hill and, like, the car is kind of together again and working, and you're like, maybe I just leave it for a while and enjoy yeah. it. Because, like, here's the thing with the M3, like, I'm not happy about the paint situation because the paint sucks on the car um you know it's flaky clear coat it looks horrible it really lets the car down and like it's i had always had in my mind that like i wanted to swap the car but like the s52 is really healthy there's no real problems with it i can't really justify getting rid of it and like as far as an e36 like a good representation of an e36 m3 like it's about as good as i would hope to get for the money that i put into it yeah. Um, so I'm like, ah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just stop the bleeding after I finish sorting the last few line items that are left, and you know, just kind of enjoy it as is. It's it's not as fun, and it kind of puts a big slowdown on everything. Um, but I don't know. This kind of been my thought process lately because this nickel and dime, it's just it gets so old. It, dude, it gets brutal. It it burns yeah. out. That's that's why I don't really want to touch building out the forerunner until I have mm. that money on hand, just because I want to just sit down and be like, we're going to take yeah. care of this and get it done. Uh, so I'm kind of stepping back from projects for the most part because of that, at least for a little bit, like I miss building like tremendously right <laughs> now, but like, I completely understand how, like, that's the weird part. I love just in the garage See, doing that stuff yeah, i'm not the same uh, way but i vocalized the problem before i yeah and you know i'm the odd i'm the weird one on that of like yeah like i thought about like what happens if i just rebuild my wire harness again mm -hmm. and make it better uh yeah. but like no it's I, I i get it entirely it's it's brutal just to be nickeled and dimed so no it makes sense man definitely sleep on it but yeah. it makes sense to either say all right, set a cap for now and then read Yeah, I mean, the later. thing is, like, the goal has been S54 and paint, Performance. right? Like, those are the two big line items for the car. But no matter how you how you spin it, 
paint I have now been quoted at eight grand and the S54 swap, mm-hmm. assuming I did things right, but as cheaply as possible, there's no way to do that swap like less than 10 grand, you know? So that's like another 18 mm-hmm. grand the car needs and like, holy crap, no, wait. <laughs> it's a <laughs> right? it started yeah. life as a $4,500 M3. Like, um, so I don't know. I think, yeah. I think is due for a set of wheels and tires that are a little bit better. So, yeah, I mean, hey, I, I would love to have center locks. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be viable. I might do a 5 by one fourteen conversion. I've been talking about that. Um, I like that idea. Just to feed my, yeah. my sick, sick wheel addiction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've been finding I just I keep thing. finding good stuff, but it's all 5 by one fourteen, And, like, it would fit the N3 offsets and everything, but... Um, I'm like, oh, there's a company that makes some hubs. I just have to get my rotors redrilled. And then I don't even have to get wheels right away because those 1552s I have are 5x120 and 5x114. So I can literally do the whole conversion and nothing will change. <laughs> no one will know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I will talk more about that in another podcast after I've had a couple weeks to think about it. But um Right now, I think I'm just going to tackle okay. like a few more small items that are driving me nuts, and uh, put a fire extinguisher in it because. Oh, I need to do that too. <laughs> dude, I ordered one. It should be here um, Monday, but like I had the I, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, and I watched this one YouTuber. His uh, his car he has a GT350 like a Mustang. Mm-hmm. It's one of many, many cars he owns, and he was it was hot lapping a track, and the uh, the oil filter. It's like a known fault with the Voodoo motors. It pushed oil out the O ring gasket, and once it started, it just started spraying onto the headers. Burned oh my gosh! The, burned to the ground. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I saw that video, and then like I started shopping for um <laughs> for fire extinguishers because I'm like if you have a fire extinguisher on hand, it's no guarantee that like it's going to save your car, but it's cheap insurance, you know, <laughs> like I would, I would rather uh, make a mess with a fire extinguisher than have to have to replace that whole car, you know? So mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know. Thoroughly recommend everyone carry one, but that's, uh, that's just me probably being more paranoid than I have to be. No, I, I actually agree. You know, mm-hmm. but, Andre, can you get a can you get like a seat mount for the LS four hundred to put a fire nah, extinguisher just in? Just a car. It burns. It's metal. We'll get another one. <laughs> that's fair. I guess I guess with that car, it, that would be the. Uh, that's probably a very easy one to replace. All things considered, there's probably a, quite a few LS four hundreds in some more condition kicking around. Yeah. You just have to hunt them down. I don't know if that was a but, burn or not, but. No, it's not. It's it's just, like they held up well. The ones like the ones that were well kept are pretty immaculate. I mean, obviously there are a lot of junked out ones too, but you just have to look at the upper end of the price range and there are a bunch of them, which I think speaks to the quality of the car, so I wasn't trying to burn, but <laughs> but it might if you don't have a fire extinguisher. So all yep. right. <laughs> all right. two thousand. Well, I'd, I'd say pretty good episode. A lot of action. Probably our best one. Maybe our friends will listen Probably to this one. Maybe. If the audio is not Hopefully. off. 
<laughs> yeah, and if if Andre or if Andre if uh, Drew is responding to things ten seconds after, um, in future episodes we'll just wait ten seconds until Drew replies. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, I I think we'll wrap it there. So thanks everyone to listen or for listening. We uh we do have an Instagram at Supercarcast. You guys want to plug your own Instagrams? Mine's. 80 um, underscore underscore or sixth. I butchered that. Good luck. Uh, Good luck but trying to find six, me. Sixth with two X's, right? Yeah. Ooh. Not not three though. Oh, well, actually, you should add that now that you have the nine thirty. <laughs> you earned your third X. Yay! Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I haven't posted yours? anything in over a year. It hasn't been a year yet, but we're good. <laughs> All right, Nick. Yeah, mine's uh, mine's quite simple. And yep. Hammond, uh, you can you can link me through the Supercar Cast uh, Instagram. Uh, that's where all of our uh, Instagram tag handles will be as well. If you want to start following specific sure. events, and mine has actually changed. I don't know if anyone actually noticed, but uh, I mine noticed. changed to uh, Oliver.phx, <laughs> so uh, you can follow me there. So um yeah thanks for listening guys and uh we'll catch you next time all right